So thank you everybody for coming to the Hope for Kids class. Oh, come on, come on, wifey, you gotta use that. I told Brett I wasn't gonna do that. Oh, you're gonna do it? <laughs> yeah. He may, he's we can't it. hear you. That's you can't hear me? Okay. All the way in the back, you can't hear me back there? Okay, great. Well, thank you for coming to the Hope for Kids class and learning more about how you can volunteer. Um, and I hope that's why you're here. Um, before I get too far, I wanted to make sure that you know that you can find all of our volunteer information on our new Hope for Kids website, hopeforkids.org. So H-O-P-E-F-O-R-K-I-D-S dot org. You can find all of the information about volunteering as well as the volunteer application, descriptions of how you can help, um, and my email are all on the website. Um, so first I want to introduce myself. My name is Marcy Lindenmuth. And I am the um, registration coordinator and the volunteer coordinator uh, for Camp Hope for Kids. And um, Kim had asked me to share my why, why I volunteer. And the reason I volunteer, I had two scriptures that motivate my why. Come on. Um, the first one is, it's better to give than to receive. And to whom much is given, much will be expected. And that's basically how I have... Um, Come on in. Um, and that's basically, those two scriptures have motivated my desire to volunteer for many years. Um, I've been very blessed and I'm grateful to be able to use my God-given skills um, for camp. Uh, camp stretches me um, in a lot of ways. <laughs> stretches me and increases my faith. And um, I started volunteering back in 2009 when I went for the first week that my son went as a camper. Actually, that's not true. I went to 1995 for a week as a counselor and uh, to the very first camp um, way back in 1995. And then I didn't go back again until my son was starting camp. And I went for a week to volunteer in the operations. And I began to see other areas that I could use my skills um, to help with camp, in particular with registration. Um, I'd been a preschool director and we'd used a really cool registration system that I knew um, would be very beneficial to camp. And so I've been helping with camp in more and more capacity since that time. Um, so my goal for this class um, is just to make the point that if you want to serve at camp, uh, we can make that happen. Oh, yeah. um, however you wish to serve at camp. So. You're probably most familiar with the volunteer opportunities that we have during weeks of camp. Right. So, for example, during the week of camp, for teen camp and our camp, we have uh, volunteers come who help in the first aid station, they help with maintenance, they help in the kitchen, they help in the allergy kitchen. Um, so those are all pretty common ones that most people know about. So I wanted to take a few minutes to share about some other ways that we need help with camp. Um, and these are some ways that are more behind the scenes um, and or ways that help us to make sure that every child has an opportunity to come to camp. So some of those opportunities are uh, church reps. We need people who are in the churches who can, we have started an initiative last year called No Child Left Behind, um, which might sound familiar. Yeah. Um, but we stole that concept and we are really trying to work with the children's ministries in each church to make sure that every child who is a rising third grader and up has an opportunity to come to camp knows about camp, gets their questions answered about camp, um, so that they can come be a part of camp. We also have um, skilled work weekends, which are weekends that um, are specifically set up 
where projects that require people who have skills um, come to camp and work on those projects. And um, Kyle's actually going to share a little bit about being um, working in a skilled work weekend, coming as a volunteer. Um, you may or may not know about Crew. Um, Crew is an opportunity for teenagers to come and serve at camp. Um, and um, my daughter Evie is going to share a little bit about being part of the crew and what what she has, how that has helped her to grow. Um, there are a lot of skill-based serving opportunities. So if you have skills that you would like to put to use at camp, we could we could really use people who help our development team, our financial team, help with the property, um, anything. Like I said, anything you can think of in terms of a skill that you can help us with, we would love to have you. Um, contact us and we will put you to work. And Jessica, who is here, she's going to share a little bit about how she helps with, her, she volunteers using her skills behind the scenes to make camp run <clears throat> all year round. So at this time I'm going to turn it over, I'm going to let um, Wayne is going to share about his experience coming to camp and volunteering each year and how that started even though he was told he shouldn't come to camp and help. So here's Wayne. Come on, Wayne. <laughs> Well, as Marcy um, said, my name is Wayne, and I'm a, uh, become a teen camp junkie. <laughs> it, all, it all started uh, one summer when the uh, church in Baltimore was looking for volunteers to go to camp and help out in the kitchen. And um, being an em empty nester, I said to my wife, you know, I think that's something I like to try and do. And she encouraged me to go, which she called it was kind of funny also because I don't cook or anything like that, so. Uh, but I figured I could go and I could help, I could do something in the kitchen. And so I, I went uh, that one summer and um, just being there a few days, I was really impacted watching the um, counselors and the staff and everybody just pour themselves out for these kids, you know, to help them strengthen their relationship with God. And I thought, you know, what we do in the kitchen is behind the scenes, but we play a role in that as well. You know, it's important uh, that, you know, the work that we do there in the kitchen. Um, and so I, I decided that I really enjoyed that, and I went back again. And I was back again this past summer, and this was my 10th uh, summer uh, volunteering in the kitchen. So uh, um, it, it's just been very, very uh, helpful for me. And what I thought about was, you know, in Proverbs where it talks about the man who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. Yes. And, and I just come away from camp really refreshed, knowing that, you know, I was able to help and do something uh, while I was there. And um, it, it just uh, continues uh, every year because, you know, we get to listen to the lessons at night and listen to the teens share about their lives and the impact and everything that camp has on them. And just to see them grow in their relationships throughout the week. You know, some come there kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to be here or not, but by the end of the week, they're, they're really into it, you know, and I, and I see that, you know, even though we're in the kitchen most of the time, but uh, we get to see that. And it's, it's just been very, very uh, helpful for me because when I'm at camp, uh, I'm there to serve, but at the same time, I'm there to, for myself as well because you know, I, I don't have a computer there, I don't have TV, I don't have any distractions. I get to spend time, I get uh, much better 
quiet times when I'm at camp because you're just out there, you know, you don't have all those distractions. And uh, that just helps me grow in my uh, spiritual walk as well. And I, I enjoy that. Um, and we, we, I've made some tremendous friendships from the people I've worked with in the kitchen. I've, I've worked with just people from just all the churches in the ACR and even outside the ACR. One year we had two ladies volunteering in the kitchen from the London, England church. And one year, uh, just two years ago, we had a group of people there volunteering from uh, Dominican Republic. So, you know, these friendships that we get to, get to build and make. And uh, uh, one of my best experiences was, was uh, um, I was there at camp and we were kind of shorthanded that summer. And uh, this one lady was visiting uh, with Jack and Kathy. Uh, her name was uh, Katie Plum. And she was from San Diego Church. And she didn't come there to volunteer. She was there to visit, but she saw how shorthanded we were. So the rest of the week, she spent helping us in the kitchen. And her and I just bonded, and we made such a great friendship. And um, it's, it's just an awesome thing, because uh, we still text each other a lot. And I, her daughter played basketball, so I followed that a lot. And uh, I don't know about you, but I don't know how many of you have a, a picture on your cell phone of a World Cup gold medal, but I got one, thanks to Katie, you know. And uh, that's the type of things you just can't get. That's all because of camp and being there as a volunteer. And it's not all about, uh, it's, it's work, I'm not gonna kid you. We work hard yeah, in the kitchen, yeah. getting the food together and everything. And, um, but we also have fun times too, because I, I enjoy going there, I enjoy playing volleyball with the teens and yeah. nuke them with the teens. <laughs> I really like doing the zip line and I like doing the, uh, the climbing wall. You know, all those things we, we get to do while we're there at camp. And I guess, um, uh, you know, if I can just uh, say one other thing is that, you know, we also get these cool designer t-shirts, you know, volunteers at camp. You can't get these at Walmart. You can't get these at Target. You can't get these t-shirts on Amazon Prime. You know, you can only get them uh, from camp. And if I can just encourage you at all, you know, we talk about a lot in the church about the one-year challenge. I just want to, you know, say to all you guys, just we're asking just for a one-week challenge. Yeah. Just come to camp, volunteer for a week, and, and I guarantee you it impacts your life. And, right. uh, you know, if it's not for you and you're there that one week, that's fine. But who knows? Maybe, you know, uh, you'll wind up coming back and building a cool t-shirt collection like I have, Come so, on, man. you know? Yeah. So uh, I, I just want to encourage you, if, if you want to talk more about it, I'll, I'm here. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Wade. Well, good afternoon. Uh, one of the, uh, I guess I'll introduce myself. My name is uh, Marcy's husband, and uh, that is truly who I am now. Um, I don't have a name beyond that, and everybody knows who Marcy is, and that's all, import all that's important. Uh, but yeah, my name's Kyle, and uh, I am gonna talk about Skilled Work Weekend. And um, I will go ahead and, uh, I'll just go ahead and say, there's only really one great reason to go to and do the Skilled Work Weekend. And that's because you get to hang out with Jack Rosenquist all the time. And he's Mr. Fun. And uh, he's Mr. Encouraging. And, uh, you know, really, actually, the Skill Work Weekend is about so much more than just going to do work. It's like 
camp for adults. Nice. And uh, it is, I mean, obviously we're gonna work on projects, we're gonna do work together, but it is, it's just like was just shared, and that is that, you know, our hearts get to get worked on over the course of a weekend as well. While we're just trying to help and do some things to make camp, camp's great and it's livable, but we can make it more livable by fixing things, <laughs> which is great. Uh, it's the camaraderie of working on a project with one another. You know, seeing something that isn't working right and getting it completed so that it does work right or better than it used to is often the case. Uh, trying not to just patch up something but actually get it done and get it done right is the skill work weekend. But it is, it is uh, sharing our lives together. It is uh, also it's seeing people year after year, you know, as, as whether your kids are still at camp or they're actually done camp. It's, uh, it's being able to see, uh, you know, go back, see the familiar faces. And it's somebody you didn't spend as much time with before, but that as soon as you're back again, it's like, oh, it's so good to spend time. And it is, it's camp for adults. Now, of course, what we're always looking for in a skill work weekend is plumbers. Yes, we need plumbers. We need uh, craftsmen. That really helps out a lot. Woodworkers, electricians. These are all the things we would love to have, but anybody who's willing to come and do some work for the weekend, we will take you and we will put you to work. You know, a lot of it's just physical labor with one another. It is uh, putting on some gloves. It is getting dirty. It is having, uh, you know, somebody else's vision of Ron's vision for what needs to get done and be able to take it from him and get it done in the way that he's really asking us to get it done. And, uh, but it is, it is a great time for you personally. And it is just a, uh, almost always, it's usually a Thursday night to a Sunday, a Friday to a Sunday. Uh, if we can work out longer periods of time, of course they'll always take you there. But that's really what it is at a couple times during the summer. We hope you'll come, you'll consider making an investment over the weekend and uh, being there with other adults uh, serving the camp. And with that, I'm gonna share a passage because I think this is the heart of Jesus that is uh, that we have to um, be able to exemplify, and that is Jesus says, and I've been reading this lately for myself in Luke 17. He says, "Would any uh, one of you say to your slave who comes in from the field after plowing or shepherding sheep, come at once and sit down for a, uh, for a meal? Won't the master instead say to him, get my dinner ready and make yourself ready to serve me while I eat and drink? Then you may eat and drink." He won't thank the slave because he did what he was told, will he? So you too, when you have done everything you were commanded to do, should say we are slaves undeserving of special praise. We have only done what is our duty. And uh, that cuts my heart because there are things we just do in the kingdom because we love God and nobody's going to say thank you. In the course of a weekend, you're going to get lots of thanks amongst the group, but in the grand scheme of things, only God knows what you're doing. Right. And uh, the people who go beyond you and as things are working right at camp because of the things you did there, you have done your duty and you've helped out tremendously and people will appreciate it in the long run. Amen. Okay, I'm Evie and I'm going to talk about crew. And so crew is just an opportunity for preteens and teens to come to camp and serve um, behind the scenes and help camp run. So over the course of the week, it's a lot of work, but um, you 
the people who are on crew with you, you grow a lot closer and it really creates this bond of unity and um, teamwork. And it's also a great way to learn leadership um, within a godly environment. Um, and, you know, you don't get thanked that much. Sometimes you will be, um, but you're mostly working behind the scenes and there's lots of, you get dirty and there's lots of, well, sometimes lots of tears and some blood involved, depending on what you're doing. Um, but it's a great way to like build your leadership skills and um, just being able to serve like Jesus served and yeah. Hi guys, um, so my name is Jessica, and um, so over the years I've served in different capacities at camp. I mean, I was a camper growing up, and came back and did the crew and the um, counseling, and did full-time staff for a couple years, um, and kind of through all of that, eventually found my niche and realized that um, I really enjoyed the behind-the-scenes work and doing kind of the ad administrative side. Um, I just want to share more about that. So I think. Something, even being so intimately involved with camp all those years, I never knew what went on behind the scenes. I mean, you kind of see how camp works while you're at camp with the people that are outside and like out and about. Um, but there's, a, there's an actual office at camp and actual office work is getting done there all the time. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just crazy. In the off season and the preseason and all year round, there's just always, always, always needs. Um, and I think it's easy to forget it's like summer is camp time, and then when it's not camp, when it's not summer, it's like camp is gone, and then it comes back the next year. Ta-da! Um, but yeah, so I um, was able to serve at camp for a few summers doing administrative work, and then even as my life situation has changed, um, and I graduated from college, and I don't have these free summers anymore, um, but I still have like the particular skill set that I've realized like, okay, there are some things I'm not good at and I'm not necessarily going to be the one doing the plumbing, but like I can be the one putting together the spreadsheets, you know? Um, so yeah, as my life has changed and realizing like, okay, like I can't serve in the way that I used to be able to serve. Um, I have been able to learn through that just kind of how to serve in whatever situation you're in um, with the particular skills that you have. And I think um, it's just so important and necessary for camp. Um, yeah, and I just just encourage all of you to really kind of dig and think, okay, like what are the things that I am good at, whether that's administrative things or whatever it is, um, and then just talk to the people that work with camp and ask them like, hey, here are my skills. How can I make this work? I can't take a week off of work. I can't take all this different time, but like how can I help? What can I do? Um, and I promise you there are opportunities. We need help. Um, but yeah, I think even it's been cool for me because I – feel like I'm like grown up, but I don't have to lose camp as part of my life and my day-to-day -day life. Um, and it's so satisfying to be able to be in the background, but kind of see everything year after year, like come together. It's all kind of this jumbled thing that we make work. And I think everyone's, it reminds me of the body of Christ and how everyone has their individual um, skills and needs and uh, talents, and they all come together to form one perfect body. And so I would just invite everyone to try to join that body in whatever way you can. Um, and just know that there are so many ways that you can help with whatever those skills are that God has given you. So, thank you. Thank you, and Jessica's very humble, but she's actually the hard worker behind our new website. So she's been working. I am grateful for these uh, younger generation that have really good tech skills. Um, she's been doing a great job getting the, the new website up and running. Um, one of the things that, um, 
Evie didn't say, but um, when you work on the crew or when you're a counselor or junior counselor at camp, you also earn community service hours. So Amen. all the teens that come to camp that help to serve um, can put that with their college resumes and on their applications because they get hours for that that they do, which is great. Um, I'm a very strong believer that every parent should come to camp, like Wayne. Everybody should come at least once. Yes. Um, if you don't love it, that's great. We can do other things. You can do other things, like Jessica shared about being behind the scenes. But everybody should come at least once and see what it's like to be at camp and have that oppor opportunity. Um, before we close out, I just want to let you know the volunteer application. And yes, we do require you apply. Everybody who is who spends time with our kids at camp is screened. Uh, background check and sex offender check and references and volunteer disclosure, all those good things. Um, so that is why we require an application. So that opens on February 18th. And on the website that will come will open tomorrow, if you want to go on there and go to the volunteer page, there's actually an interest link. So you can fill out a form for interest so that when it comes out on February 18th, we'll send you a reminder that the volunteer application is open. Um, so that helps. And also for those of you who uh, wish to be on full-time staff at camp, that application opens November 15th. And there's also, a there's also an inquiry link on the website for the staff so that when that application comes out, you can get a reminder for that as well. Um, for anybody who wishes to give to camp, um, you can donate through our website. Uh, my information, Kathy Wetzel's information is on there. So please, um, if you have any questions or anything, feel free to email, talk to us after. Um, thank you very much for coming. Oh. Can you comment on the development team and what they're doing and how people can help with that? Sure. So um, we have a development team, and they are working to try to help us get money for camp. So um, using the information of how we use camp to, to inquire about other funds, grants, and opportunities that will help us put money back into camp to continue to improve it for future generations. So anybody can help with that. You got a question? Two. Okay, one two a, questions. <laughs> um, your website again, is it hopeforkids.org? Yes. And the second question is, how do you know what your talents are? In other words, if you want to come and serve, I think everyone did a great job sharing their perspective, but what if you just want to come and you don't know where to be placed? That's a great question. Come you, to the skilled link kids. I'll answer that. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. No, seriously. We'll find something for you, dude. Okay. Yeah. We'll have fun doing it. Yeah. Yeah. The other option is you could talk to me about your different, I can tell you all the different kind of things that we have going on on camp from the operations during the week, first aid station. We could take some of your job skills and start looking at what, how that can translate into helping at camp. Um, those of us, Kathy Wetzel, myself, Kim, those of us, Jack, that work year-round with camp, we can help you figure out what we need. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think, too, we always need, um, like, dads and more mature people, especially with the youngest boys. In, in cabins. They want young um, men to be in those cabins, but when they end up with eight boys, <laughs> they're a little over their heads, so you may need more for the property or it may be more... No, we really need your wisdom. So. Yes. And we always ask anybody who signs up to volunteer to be willing to be flexible because sometimes you may have signed up to do one thing, but we really have a need in another area. And sometimes, you know, you sign up for the area that you think you're going to be comfortable in and you get encouraged to go to another area and you end up loving it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, or, and or it stretches you and it's where you're needed, you know, Absolutely. sometimes. So 
we definitely all do things at camp that we don't necessarily love, but they stretch us and they help us. So, Ron, did you want to say anything about the property? Opp opportunities of what is needed on the property? Um, that's a long list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's plenty of opportunities to come to do some construction-related projects. Uh, we're presently trying to re-roof one of the buildings, and we have issues with for technical skilled contractors to do something in the pool. But uh, we're hopeful to get those items taken care of before the season starts. And um, if anyone wants to volunteer, I'm available to kind of guide them any time of the year um, to work on a project. So we have some cabins that need some reconstruction, interior plumbing, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But um, the general goal is to kind of refurbish all the buildings to a more modern status. Hmm. Got a question. More questions. So I lead a Bible talk with a lot of uh, young dads. And so all these different things we're talking about, I have handymen, I have men who are just versed in a variety of areas, former teen leaders. So a lot of it is just coming to you, where do you need help? Here's what we know, here's what we have. One, one idea I had was to try to combine a father-son kind of weekend. You know, yeah. if you have kids of that age, they can come out and do things a little on the skilled side, but not dangerous side, mm. and that hopefully uh, bond and get a better appreciation of each other and working at the camp. Gotcha. What church are you part of? Hampton Road. Oh, great. great. Yeah, awesome. What's the age? What age do you have to do? It comes soon enough. One other thing I wanted to mention, which I forgot, is if you have friends that have skills and they're not in this class, mm -hmm. um, and they may not even have kids, so they don't have access to camp, we're mm -hmm. definitely trying to get the word out there to more folks, singles, campus students who may not come to camp because they have children, so they may not know about camp in that respect. So, um, be great. We also had, the last time we had Skilled Weekend, we had some uh, uh, guys come out that were in Scouts, and we also had some guys come out who are just friends of members in the church in, right. in, in, uh, in Montgomery County, and they just are skilled people. They had uh, heating and air conditioning and electrical wow. skills, and they just came out to hang out with the guys. They had a blast. We had a yeah. blast. It was wonderful. Every day. <laughs> Man. Ouch. <laughs> How many weeks can you volunteer? Um, and it, it gives you a variety of experiences. So you get leadership training as well as you get to be a counselor, you get to be on crew, you get, you get to go to the, camp, uh, to the local campus and do evangelism. So it's a great way to be at camp for more than two weeks, but we really do try to encourage, if you really wanna be at camp more, 
than that to do the Leadership Academy. So two is what we say on the website for teens. That's a good question. Um, so I was, my interest was just looking at, my kids are seven, so they won't um, be. Not I quite. they would start at our camp next year. Rising next, third graders, year, right. Probably. Yep. But um, I'm, I'm assuming that you probably end up having a lot of parents that come when their kids mm -hmm. um, start going. And that would, that would be mm -hmm. what I would do is um, actually come and come and start the art camp and volunteer during the time that they are. Yes, that's, a, that's what most parents do. Um, and it's really, really nice because while you're there, your kids don't necessarily see you, but they can if they need to. So it's a great way to like say, hey, from across the room, and they know your presence is on the property, but you're not right in there. Um, and we don't ever put parents of kids in the same cabin. So it's just too much. You don't get, they need to have attention of somebody else. So um, yeah, it's a great way. And you get lots of years that way because they start in third grade and they go all the way through 12. So you can come for, you know, 10 years straight. So, anybody else? That's what happened to me. I started and I haven't left. She's got two years of camp left and I'm still here. And she wants to work at camp and my other son, my son wants to work at camp this summer. So we'll never be done with camp. Anybody else? Okay, awesome. Thank you guys for coming. We have brochures too if anybody wants the dates for 2019, all the information for when things open are all with the brochures too. And stop by the table. If you attended this class, you can get a free t-shirt. So, yeah. I got somebody's attention back there. Yeah. Over the years, there's one thing that has knit us together like nothing else. And that is that blood, sweat, and rain of going to camp together
What we've got there should never be underestimated because what we've got there works together in a beautiful concert of helping younger people, helping those that are a bit disenfranchised by society, helping those that have special needs, all of that coming together, somehow working in a beautiful synergy. And on top of that, those that serve are also being equipped to become workers for God's great kingdom. You're gonna hear a little bit more about our camp from these folks. Hello, Jameson. Hey guys, my name is Jameson Malcolm and I lead the incredible Mindy Church at Penn State University. And I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to talk about Camp Hope for Kids because I love camp. But I know I'm not the only one. If you love camp, if you've gotten your knuckles bloody playing Gaga, if you've got on the zip line and screamed your lungs out, if you've climbed the rock wall, I want to hear you say, yeah! Yeah! That's what I thought. One of the reasons I love camp so much is because I went there for the first time in 2006 as a young Christian and a recent graduate of campus ministry. And uh, that, that one summer changed the trajectory of my life forever. I know it's maybe cliche to say that, but it's absolutely true. Because at camp, I learned to love God more and be more committed to God's kingdom. I learned to love people more, and I learned to be a better leader. It's that, it's those reasons that I've been back every summer since 2006. And I can draw a direct correlation between my time at camp and my leadership of a church now here at the ACR. That's also the reason why I bring all of my kids, all three of them now, and still growing, I think, to, uh, to camp every summer, and I'm going to continue to do that. But in particular, it's programs like the Camp Hope for Kids Leadership Academy that is unique not only, not only in our fellowship of churches, but in the world. Because young people, teens, and young college students get the opportunity to become leaders in all aspects of ministry and discipleship. And many, many, many of those participants have gone on to be pillar members of your churches, have gone on to go into the full-time ministry, and also work in the nonprofit field. And we're going to hear from one of those amazing sisters, Sarah, right now. Their faith lived out before me, how they raised their children, how they deeply loved the word of God. 
how they were so knowledgeable, Gosh. but then just wanted to impart that on us, changed my life. And it showed me that I could be in the full-time ministry whether I'm paid or I'm not. And it planted a dream in my heart that I wanted to go into the ministry. Um, two years later, I had the opportunity to serve on full-time staff as the dining hall coordinator, which, shout out to all you other dining hall coordinators, because it's a thankless and hard job. Um, but it taught me so much about being like Jesus, about what it meant to be a servant, and that being a servant is what actually a leader is. Yeah. And that changed my perspective of even what ministry was. And then this past summer, in 2018, me alongside with Mr. Crystal Reigns and Noah Hadimata had the honor and privilege to direct Camp Hope for Kids. Um, and what is so cool is that God has actually called all of us, uh, that entire group, into the ministry, either now or in the upcoming months, which is incredible.
stay and pay or go and grow. You know, I think about it with camp, that's what we ask. And so many of Catholics. you stay and pay. You help participants get there. You donate. You do so many things. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Many, many of you come to camp, you go to camp, you grow. And we ask you to keep doing that. Our registration fees exceed our costs. Why? It's a horrible business model. That's why. No, we're trying to keep the costs low for the families so people can afford to come. We have a table out there with all of the registration details. You can donate. There's a hand if you want to donate. It says cash in the can. It's a shirt in your hand. So there you go. We have a flash sale for registration October 15th to November 15th. We want to thank the development team that is really trying to raise the money in the world. Home Depot is a huge contributor to WSFS Bank. SEI, Rob, no others. The world is donating. They like to donate to this cause. Your company, some of you have matching donations. We're really wanting to do that. My neighbor has what we call as a friend raiser to raise the money for Camp Miracles, which is about $30,000 for all the inner city kids that come. It's an amazing thing. We don't want to we don't want to compete with contribution, with missions, with hope worldwide. We need to keep all of those things going, but we need to build this as well. You know, I want you to. <laughs> if you've had anything to do with camp, if you've been there, if you've served, if your life has been touched, please stand up, and we want to thank you.